Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just a tad under the weather. You know, these flu that's been going around, well, everybody in the family got it, and then they got some kind of virus above that. And I've been the last man standing until this weekend. And this weekend has been a, uh, man, just, it, I tell you, it's tough. But uh, we're overcoming. Uh, we're on the air, and that's what matters the most. And we're we're talking about why relationships are so important. And And I think sometimes we don't, we don't think through all these. You know, I've been writing this stuff down on 3 by 5 cards and and this today we're going to look at how do we connect you know with people? What is the the common denominator or the secret maybe? I've written down believing in people before they have proved themselves is the key to motivating to motivating people to reach their potential. You know, and I thought that really is the key, is that if if people have somebody that believes in them, then they will they will rock the house together. They will do things that that you've never dreamed of. But the question is, how do you connect with them? We talked a little bit about this last week, you know, but I want to go just a little bit deeper today. I think, number one, most people don't have faith in themselves. You know, we go through life up till about two, two and a half, maybe three years old, hearing you can do that, come on, you can pull up, you can turn over, you can walk. And then as soon as we're walking, all we hear is no, 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 no. And, and, and the no's affect every part of our relationship with people. You start out with, no, don't put your hands on that. No, don't touch that. No, don't get in that drawer. No, don't go in that room. No, don't do... You know, you get into the teenage years. No, you can't go out. No, you got to be in by curfew. No, you can't date that girl. No, you can't date that guy. You get into adulthood, you know, and it's, no, we're not going to make love tonight. No, you can't get married. No, I'm going to... I don't love... I mean, we hear no so many times in so many different aspects, let alone business, that all of a sudden, no becomes a way of life. And sometimes we'll lose faith in ourselves. So if you want to connect with people, you need to have faith in people long before they really have faith in themselves. Let them know, hey, I I believe you can do this. I believe it. I know you can. Let's just rock the house. Number two, most people don't have someone who has faith in them. See, if most people don't have faith in themselves, and then most people don't have faith from others, well, you know what? You end up a dull, negative, disillusioned crybaby. Never try to do anything. Skip from job to job to job. Maybe you're in the same job your whole life, but it's not really fulfilling. And it's and it and, and I'm not. I mean, there's a lot of great jobs, and a lot of people enjoy those jobs. But we need to have faith in each other. Number three, most people can tell when somebody else has faith in them. One of the things we constantly tried to do when we've owned all of our businesses, whether it was a, a restaurant, catering company, running country clubs for people, didn't matter. Our goal was to let people know we believed in you. We have faith in you. Let's just get out there, oh, I made a mistake. It doesn't matter. I made mistakes too. Let's just learn from them and keep going. 
Number four, most people don't have anything to live up to. But they'll do anything to live up to the faith that you have in them once you've started to build that relationship. I've seen that over and over. You give somebody a reason to do something, they'll do it. They'll kick it up to the next level like you wouldn't believe. But it all starts with having faith in others and teaching them to have faith in themselves. See, you can't move people to action unless you first move them with emotions. The heart comes before the head. I mean, I don't care what it is in business. It's always got to be at the heart. The heart comes first. I would gladly debate this with anybody. I had a conversation on Friday with a couple of gentlemen that I just thoroughly respect. Both of them were 180 degrees opposite on an issue. And we were sitting there chatting. And I finally got in and said, wait a minute. You know, let me let me interrupt you. You both, you, this is not going to, you're not going to change each other's opinions on this. What we now have to do is find that common ground and move forward. I believe the common ground, which is what we were talking about, was education. You know, when you find the common ground, then you can move forward. But to do that, you got to connect with people both publicly and privately. See, when you connect with people in a public public realm and a private realm, and all of a sudden you start to build stuff, sky's the limit. And it's because when the hearts come first, then people know you really do care. I tell people all the time, praise people in public, discipline them in private. That way you keep that camaraderie. you got to learn to connect with people one at a time. You can't, you can't be going out there trying to connect with the masses if you haven't learned how to connect with people one-on-one. That's just something that, that we see. You know, every great coach, you know, the Super Bowl was yesterday. Every great coach connects with his players one-on-one and in a group setting. It isn't until people prove you otherwise that you decide, hmm, they're not going to live up to the potential. And even then what you need to do is find a place where they will be, that where their strengths will be able to shine through. Maybe they're just in the wrong position. Check it out and see if you've got something else they can be doing. Put a 10 on everybody's head instead of a bullseye on their back. Expect everybody to live up to that. Just the way it goes. I also learned that the tougher the challenge, the greater the connection. See, when people are going through challenges, the sky can be the limit. And to do all this, and this is really, I think, the the crux of this call today. To be able to do what we've just talked about, you've got to be able to become a listener. You've got to treat everybody. This is what I'd written down. You've got to treat everyone as if he or she is the most important person in the world. This is a bad habit of mine. I I try to see where the sentence is going and end it quickly sometimes and Paige will have to correct me on that but you really do have to become a really good listener understand what's happening, what's going on and move forward from there it's the only way to make things happen the way that you need them to happen there's a lot of benefits from learning to listen and keeping your mouth shut number one is that listening shows respect. 
It lets people know that they are important to you, that it's not all about you. All of a sudden they realize, hey, this guy really cares about me. One of my favorite authors, Ralph Waldo Emerson, had written this, Every man I meet is in some way my superior, and I can learn from him. I've tried to always keep that in my heart and learn to listen to what other people have to say. Listening builds relationships. Dale Carnegie talks about that and how to win friends and influence people, best book I ever read. It's amazing when you start to build relationships. You start to listen. The sky's the limit. Dale wrote this, you can make more friends in two weeks by becoming a good listener than you can in two years trying to get people interested in you. Just become a good listener. Most people are self-focused. They want to talk about themselves, especially if they've had nobody that's had faith in them, and now you're putting some faith in them. All of a sudden, they want to share what's on their heart. One of the other books I read growing up, David Schwartz wrote this, The Magic of Thinking Big. He said, big people monopolize the listening. Small people monopolize the talking. That's that's some pretty stout words. When we analyze and we think through everything, we start to learn. Listening increases your knowledge. And as we all know, if you increase your knowledge and then you put that to work, then all of a sudden wisdom in it is that action. And that's where your power is. By listening, you learn stuff. And then you can go out and investigate and research it and see how you can apply it in your life. Listening generates great ideas. It also shares with you a little bit of what you can't. Do You start to learn, hmm, that won't work. I think that's one of the important when you look at when you look at companies and you look at people. You know, when you look at reputations, I mean rock solid reputations, it's a it's amazing what you can learn because all of a sudden you'll find that companies like Chili's or Board on the border or uh, Olive Garden decide that they want to focus on what's best for the customer. They listen to their customers. And what they do is they, they study that and the, and the stuff they put in their menu ends up coming from suggestions from their clientele or from their unit managers. Well, what if you did that in your business or in your relationship? If you took to heart what people were saying to you. Maybe, just maybe, you'd start to get some new ideas. That would help you grow. Listening builds loyalty. When people listen to another person, that person knows that they're liked and loved, that they matter, and they become very loyal. Listening is another listening is a great way to have people help you. I've learned that, especially leading volunteer organizations. When you've taken the time to listen to people and they know that you care, when a challenging project comes up, they'll be there, ready to go. I love that. That's powerful when you think about it. I've said in the past there's no self made man. Everybody had a team around them. That's because these guys and gals learn to listen. 
So how can you become a better listener? How can you let the people know that you're talking with, that you are in tune? Write these down. This is important. Number one, look at the person speaking to you. Don't be texting. Don't be looking down. That pisses me off more than anything under the sun. If I'm in a in a in a business meeting or something, don't just start texting. If something comes in and you've got to glance at it, then say, hey, you know what? I need to take this real quick. Otherwise, blow it off. Pay attention. Number two, don't interrupt. Study and listen and don't be rude. Stop if you need to. Hey, can you can you hang on one second? Let me write down a note. I want to come back to this. But don't interrupt them. Number three, focus on understanding what they say. One of the things that I like to do is say, okay, wait a minute. Here's what I think you said. Am I right or wrong? See, that's effective listening. And if they say, oh, no, 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 Troy, you misunderstood. Okay, great. Let's let's clarify this so I understand more. See, that's the key. Number four, determine the need at the moment. What is it that, that, that is needed? What does this person need from you? I wrote down, if you show people how much you care and ask questions in a non-threatening way, you'll be amazed at how much they'll tell you. That's true. We learned that in, in, in interrogations and negotiations. Number five, check your emotions. Now, we all carry baggage with us. And sometimes people can be talking and and we will take it wrong based on past experiences that we have had. So you've got to check your emotions at the excuse me at the door. If you don't, then you can screw up. So you got to be careful. And and that's something that we can all do. We can all work on that. Number six: suspend your judgment. Don't don't be listening and all of a sudden come to the conclusion or judge what's what's going on. Don't do that. Won't work. Never has, never will. Number seven, sum up what was just been said at made major intervals when you're when you're chatting and hearing them talk. You know. Say, okay, this is what I, I, I think we're we're headed towards. This is what we're we're going for. This is the objective. Number eight, ask questions for clarity. Clarity is truly the key. Probably Barbara Walters is one of the best at this. She'd look at the speaker, focus on understanding. She'd suspend judgment. Then she'd ask questions to make sure she understood what was being said. It was amazing to watch her. Number nine, always, always, always make listening your top priority. Have to if you want to connect and build with people. It's the only way that you can do it. Okay? It's the name of the game. Now today's show's a little shorter. I told you it's just because I'm coming off this uh, flu, sickness, virus, whatever it is, and I don't want to overdo it. I've got a business trip this week. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. We're going to try to do some more shows this week. If we don't, it might be next week, but just tune in. We've got plenty of archives you can listen to. You can go over to the Home Business Radio Network. Um, homebusinessradionetwork.com get all kinds of our shows and everyone else's you can go to the Beachside CEO and get our archives I want to thank you guys for making this uh, such a success we had 42,000 downloads last month 
uh, people that listen found value and downloaded and listened to the archives, and I appreciate that. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and if you're in network marketing, act like it.